Hey, this is Jerry Aiken, pastor at Pierce Chapel in Columbus, Georgia. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast, wherever you may be. I hope that you find the word presented here engaging, informative, and challenging in your walk with Christ. Please check us out online at piercechapel.com. The scripture I'll be reading this morning comes from the Gospel of Matthew, and it's from chapter 28. I'll be reading verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descending from heaven came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay, then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshiped him. Then Jesus said, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers and sisters to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of God for you, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now you may be seated. I would like for you to try to think back right now and try to remember the very first time that you were afraid of something. My guess is that you can't recall that. Maybe you have a memory that goes back as far as as you can, that that's the first time I remember being afraid of something, but I would venture to say that you can't remember the first time you were afraid of something. Because the truth is we are born into this world with fear instilled in us. When a baby is born, it cries. Why? Because all of a sudden it feels threatened. The baby is not sure of what's going to happen. What has changed? What does this mean? Am I going to be okay? And so at that moment where we first enter this world, we become aware of danger and uncertainty, and we know fear. Fear is part of the human condition from the very start, and it's the very first indication that we have that we live in a world that is broken, a world that is uncertain, and a world that is full of danger. Now, this isn't just an infancy. Obviously, as we grow, we continue to be afraid of things. Children are afraid of things. Children are afraid of the dark sometimes. I remember when I was a kid, I was afraid of the dark. I was afraid of the dark and then the noises I would hear in the dark. 
I remember hearing my dad snore in the room down the hall and thinking it was a monster coming into my room. And our imaginations start to run wild. And fear distorts what goes on in our mind. It takes the uncertainty of what's around us and it puts all these scenarios together. And fear can alter the reality that we live in. Fear is a very potent thing. And we carry it with us forever. As long as we are here on this earth, we will continue to experience fear. If you are a parent, you know that once you have a child, you will always have this little perpetual ongoing fear of something. You live with your heart outside of your chest, so to speak. Fear is part of our human nature. It's part of living in this broken and dangerous world. And sometimes we are fearful for very, very good reasons. And I want to talk about this scripture that I just read. Matthew's rendering of the resurrection. And I want to look at all the ways fear is expressed in this very short passage. The guards were fearful. The women were fearful. And they had good reason to be. First of all, because of the natural disaster that was happening. It says there was an earthquake But let's back up before that. Before there was an earthquake, just a few days earlier, there was a bad storm. If you remember, on Good Friday, the day that Jesus was crucified, the sky turned black and it stormed. So the people in that region had already survived just a couple days earlier a devastating storm. And storms still to this day stir up fear in us. They stir up fear in me. I remember when I was a kid watching TV with my parents and the scariest thing in the world that could happen in that moment, cuddled up next to my parents on the couch watching TV, and then this appears on the screen. And I would feel that lump in my throat. And maybe I had seen The Wizard of Oz one too many times. But I just felt like it's, it's over for us. Devastation. And there's reason to fear these storms. We've seen what these storms can do. Even right now, as Rosanna was mentioning earlier, we we have an ERT team that deployed last week, and they will deploy again this coming week to, to, uh, to reach out to people who've been devastated by tornadoes. And then it wasn't just a bad storm that the people in the Scripture had survived, but now on top of that, there was an earthquake. And earthquakes can be scary for other reasons. And I remember in 1989 watching the World Series between the Oakland A's and the San Francisco Giants. And before the game started, they were showing highlights from the previous game. And this image right here was the exact moment that earthquake in San Francisco happened. They were showing Jose Canseco in a highlight from a previous game. He had just scored a run. And you see the lines there on the screen. That was the signal going out because of the earthquake. That was the one where the top layer of the Bay Bridge was destroyed. There was lots of loss of life. It was a terrible, tragic event. But even in that moment, as the earth shook, people were frightened and didn't know what to do. In the scripture, we see they survived a storm a few days earlier, and now the earth is literally quaking beneath their feet. I would say they had reason to be scared. 
But if that's not enough, this creature or person or angel appears out of nowhere and starts rolling back this this immovable stone that guarded the entrance to the tomb. And it says that the angel's appearance was like lightning. I don't know what that means, but it sounds pretty awesome. And if you see this figure just appear with appearance like lightning and they're rolling back a stone, you would probably be afraid too, especially if you had just survived an earthquake. And the angel says, do not be afraid. In fact, if we look at that scripture, we see all the times that fear was expressed. And then the angel, then later on, Jesus speaks to that fear. We see there it says, uh, the angel, his appearance was like lightning. His clothing was white as snow. And it was for fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, do not be afraid. And then a little while later, when they realize that Jesus is not there and the angel says Jesus is risen, it says that they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy. That's an odd mixture of emotions. And then they saw Jesus and Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. How did they experience fear and joy at the same time? Those two things don't seem to go together. Well, I got to thinking about this, and the only thing I could equate to that that maybe somebody would feel, uh, feel fear and joy at the same time is, is maybe on a roller coaster. This is a picture of the Goliath in, in six, at Six Flags in Atlanta. And you see the people going straight down right there. They're not going up. They're going down. And in that moment, some people, not me, some people are feeling joy <laughs> and fear at the same time. Now, you want to talk about a roller coaster of the week? The disciples, the women, the followers of Jesus, they'd had a roller coaster of the week. The week before, they came in, into Jerusalem like avatars, heroes. Jesus was triumphant. Everybody was, was singing, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then just a few days later, they turned their back on him. And then they watched Jesus humiliated, beaten, crucified in front of them. So yeah, it was a roller coaster of a week. And then on Sunday, as they go, carrying all of that grief with them, they're told, guess what? He's alive again. So yes, they were afraid and joyful and probably very confused. And in that moment, Jesus appeared to them and he said to them, do not be afraid. Jesus knew that fear was a natural human reaction to what we don't understand. And he spoke words of comfort into that fear. Now we're afraid of a lot of things. Some of the fears we have are very rational. Some of them are not. We're afraid of things like spiders or snakes. We're also afraid of death. In fact, that is the number one fear, universal, that people share. At some point in your life, you have probably feared death yourself. 
And if you are one of those people that have gone through your whole life never once thinking that you were afraid of dying or the possibility of dying, count yourself very lucky and blessed because you're in a very rare minority. Everyone at some point in their life has that touch of fear when the thought of death arises. It's a fear that we all share. But in this, the resurrection of Jesus, Jesus demonstrates his power, not just over the circumstances and not just over the natural disasters that are occurring at the time. Jesus demonstrates his power over death, the thing that we are most fearful of. And that's why the Apostle Paul, when he's writing to the Corinthians, he's reflecting on the resurrection of Jesus. And he says, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? And he says, thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why we can declare victory, even in the midst of tragedy. That's why we can celebrate even in the midst of grief. If you've ever been to a Christian funeral funeral or memorial service, the word celebrate might seem very jarring to you when you hear it, but you will hear it. We celebrate their life. We celebrate the hope that we have that we will see them again. We celebrate the promise of resurrection. How can we celebrate when we're grieving? How can we celebrate when our hearts are broken? Well, this is why. And that's why all across the world today, people were gathering for sunrise services, and many of them were meeting in cemeteries and graveyards. And the very places where death is most represented, and the very places where our grief is is right there in stone in front of us. And we are celebrating. The one thing that we dread and fear the most has lost its power. Is it any wonder then that the first words that the angel said were, do not be afraid. And not only that, but when the risen, victorious Christ spoke for the first time to humanity as the risen Christ, his first words also were, do not be afraid. Easter is more than just a story with a happy ending. It's more than just another demonstration of God's power. If you want to see a demonstration of God's power, you don't have to look very far. You can look to the heavens and they are declaring of his glory and his power. You can see the stars at night. You can see the cloud formations. You can see the beauty in the sunset or the sunrise. You can go outside during a thunderstorm and when the the lightning flashes nearby and you feel the clap of the thunder, you can feel it right there in your chest. That's a demonstration of God's power. You can go into the ocean when the tide is high and feel that wave knock you down. And that is just but a glimpse of God's power. If you're looking for a demonstration of God's power, you don't have to look very far. It's all around us. Easter is much more than just another demonstration of God's power. The resurrection of Jesus gives us power. Power over fear. 
because we no longer have to be resigned to the finality of death. Death has been defeated by the one who lives forevermore. And because he lives, we can face tomorrow, no matter what it holds. Thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and check us out online at piercechapel.com. And now may you know the peace, the power, and the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ in your life. Go to love, go to serve, go in peace. Amen.